Good morning, good evening, good night, welcome to Idle Talk Mini. Today we're going to talk about, oh, I don't even introduce myself. I usually do. I shouldn't because you guys have so many episodes with me on it, whatever. It is Fabrian, as always. Um, we're going to talk about the new episode of Mando. I, I'm going to just jump into it. I'm going to spoil shit, so if you don't want shit spoiled, you got to click off. Um, so we start off with um, like this squid lady. And um, uh, she's like a pirate, I guess. And then the the and they they run into the other Mandalorian that I've been complaining about. I was like, where the fuck are they? <laughs> For the last like, um, like three four episodes. So they finally answered my question. Thank the Lord. Um, and I, I'll get into all my like gripes and shit about the episode, but I'm gonna just run through real quick. Um, so this lady, uh, it's like lady pirate, or I guess she's not really a pirate but whatever she's a ship runs into an imperial ship and it's moff gideon's ship from episode uh sorry season two that they um captured after they defeated him uh bo and her crew so it's actually the mandalorians which were her crew in the last season who are now piloting it and they're saying that they want um the squid lady's boyfriend who they were hired to bring back home and they were like no we're in love because this, these races would fight they always they would always fight and stuff uh on their planet so it was like a romeo juliet type type of love type shit and so they're like yo listen i like this kind of this little bit that they they added like they're not completely evil they are there to do their job and then he's like listen once we return you home if you want to like run away and do whatever you want after we don't care like we're just here to do our job and then you know like we don't want to hurt anybody type shit and i was like, all right like that's cool like they don't have to be dickheads but even though they were kind of a dickhead um and then we jump to um bo katan and din in uh her ship flying to plazar 15 i think that's what the planet was called whereas um where the mandalorians are stationed and so she's flying towards uh their ship and then this is something that i i don't think i've ever seen in star wars that i remember so the planet takes control of her ship like with ai and so she gets like docked which is kind of cool like if every planet had this i feel like every planet would be safe so she gets docked and then they get forced to get this like weird like tube looking thing and then they're like yo show us your id they're like pressing these mandalorians it's like oh shit is shit about to get real right and so they press the uh the mandalorians for the ids and then uh, they gave it to them, and then the little shuttle is like, yo, don't move. Like, I would suggest not trying to get out of the tube. And then it shoots them, right? And this is my gripe about this um, this season of The Mandalorian. I love the tone that we were going for. I loved the story we are going for. And listen, I don't mind the very goofy nature and, like, detective noir, buddy cop type episode that we had. Like, it's fine. It fits. It's just like, I don't know, man like it's not bad it's not a bad episode i just i just wished it was more serious so we end up going to um the like leaders or the the the, the leaders of these planet right and so the cameo it's jack black and lizzo and like i love jack black and i love lizzo both great people and whatever right i just i don't know i i couldn't believe them as those characters like I, when they put celebrities in these types of shows like it's really hard for me to see the character all i see is jack back being jack black in star wars and it feels out of place to me and then same with lizzo like i just see lizzo in in this show and it feels out of place to me but again i just i might just be in the, the minority it seems like people are enjoying the cameos and enjoying the very fun episode and, and more power to them like i'm not a hater 
So they go to these people, and then these people are telling them about their droid um, problems. So their droids, their whole um, world is like basically like run by droids like they reprogrammed a bunch of imperial and separatist droids to um do all the work for them so basically they can just have fun all the time it's like a fun planet right and so because uh her husband jack black whatever the fuck his name was in the show um because her husband is a ex-imperial so he's part of the amnesty project that we saw a few episodes ago with the doctor and that that fucking bitch who betrayed him um He's part of that, so he's not allowed to have an army. So that's why he hired the Mandalorians to be stationed on his planet. And so Mando and Bo-Katan are like, oh, we need to speak to them. And and then they're like, well, we can do that for you, right? And we can also, uh, like, voucher, like, vouch for Mandalore to be part of the New Republic's, like, worlds that are considered, like, their own, like, little democracy type shit, because that's what this place is. This place is all about democracy. They vote for their leaders, and everyone's, like, having... It seems like a dope-ass planet to live on. I'm gonna be real with you, but, again. um, So they ask them, okay, so can, if you deal with our ma- malfunctioning droid situation, we can one, give you, like, we're, we'll, we'll let you go speak to the Mandalorians, but we'll also do, like, we'll throw that in for you, because we know from your uh, ex-homies that you want to be the queen of Mandalore again, talking to Bo-Katan, and then she's like, not really, but it's very obvious she does. She's like, that's not what I want anymore, and it's like, bitch, shut up. Um, So, right, so they offer them this, and then they take it, and then it seems like Mandel's just a menace this episode. Like, he literally literally just, like, is so racist to um droids. I guess they're not a race, but whatever. Um, he, like, hates them. He's like, oh, they had me at battle droids. I was going to accept the mission anyway. Like, they didn't have to throw in the, the extra shit. Like, I would have just done it. Um, so they, they end up going to a dock where um a bunch of, like, old battle droids are just, like, they, they've become, like, shippers. They're, like, packaging shit and, like, moving boxes and shit. And so uh, they're talking to the foreman, which is an old, like, battle droid. Like, the little skinny one that would, the little skinny one that would go, like, Roger, Roger. Um, and so he's like, oh, no, I just got him repurposed and blah, blah, blah. Like, n- nobody's going to fuck around. And the man was just in the back room, like, pushing him and kicking him <laughs> like the fucking menace he is. Bro. <laughs> and then um, one of them reacts and then starts running. And this is the part where I was like, oh, maybe they are growing like a conscience, right? Maybe they have, uh, uh, they're becoming their own sentient beings, right? So I was like, this is a really cool, like, way that, like, I like this idea that we're going with, right? And I was like, this is cool. I like this. And then they um, they start running after these people. Um, they start running after the, um, the droid, Uh and it's like buddy cops. So, like, anytime they interact, uh, Bo-Katan and didn't interact with anybody, they're like, um... oh, shit, I can, compl- dude, my B, I'm gonna go back. So, before they get to the dock, they go to the Ugnats, uh, the people who build the droids, or not build them, but, like, repurpose them, right? And they're the same uh, race as Quill, who was in the very first season, where he helped reprogram IG-11, and uh, he took care of, like, Grogu here and there. He passed away. Rest in peace to the fucking goat. I have spoken. That's the dude. So they go there, and, like, this is this is where we get the buddy cop shit, where, like, you can tell that they have very different types of, like, interactions with people, where, like, he's a lot, a lot better with, like, these people, where he knows how to speak to them. He knows how to, like, uh, get them to, like, give them the information that they want, and she's way more brash and, like, give me the information because uh, the leader said so. Right, and then it's parallel because the next time we see them interact, they are interacting with a droid, and 
Din hates droids. <laughs> so he's he's the very brash one and he's a menace. And he's like, I will kill you, bitch. Like he's like mad aggressive. He's like the bad cop in the situation and she's a good cop. But in the other one, she was the bad cop and he was a good cop. All right. So now that I spoke about that, I'm gonna get back to the chase. Uh, so the droid starts running and Din and Bo-Katan uh, are chasing it. Uh, this is a real, I like the chasing. The chasing is actually really cool. It's filmed really cool. And uh, I like, I like the, uh, them like running through like stores and shit and jumping through windows. It was really cool when they caught them. Um, and so they get the bot and then they, they find a, um, I don't, what, what did they say? I forget what it was called, but it was like this like magnetic, like thingy. And it leads them back because it has an access code to a bar where, um, it like, it's like a droid bar where like all the droids go to get like oil and like chill out because they're like slaves basically in this planet. And this is where I was like, oh, this is going to be so interesting to see that these droids are having their own independence. They, they're like going out to drink and like have like friends and shit like, like, you know what I'm saying? But then it turns out to be, no, it's just a liquid that they're drinking that has micro bits in it. But that's, I'm going to get to that. So they get to the bar and then they start questioning the bartender. And this is what I'm talking about where Mando is like off the walls insane. Like he's like threatening them and, and then, and then Bo-Katan is like, yo, can you chill out, bro? <laughs> Like, let me just speak to them. Like, let me do it my way. Like, you're buggy out. And then, uh, so he threatens him. And then the bot is like, nah, bro. Like, we want to help you because if you think about it, if everyone is scared of droids, we're going to get replaced. And we don't want to get replaced. Some of us have been alive since, like, the Separatist era. You know, like, they just want to have a purpose and want to live. And I was like, oh, you see, like, I fuck with this, bro. Let them have independence. Let them be like, I, it's cool to see that the droids are like becoming their own sentient beings, right? In in a way, sort of, right? So they they, they want to have a purpose. They want to help their creators, um, as, as they said. So he that, so then he explains to them that all the droids come here for a, spe- a specific liquid. Like no one has like their own drinks. Like everyone drinks the same thing. But this certain uh, batch of this liquid has been, you know, fucking with all the ones that have been mal- malfunctioning, all these droids. So they... Then go back to where uh, I guess they like stored the droid. It looks like a, a hospital, like low key, like or not even a, a morgue, where like they pull out the body, and then they examine the liquid with the with the other droid. And while they're ex- examining it with the medical droid, the medical droid starts going crazy because she sucked in the liquid. Ain't that ain't that a bitch? And so she starts lasering motherfuckers like meow meow meow, and then Mandel slices the the medical droid, and then again they they start looking over the the code and stuff, and then she's like. Why? Why does that one like thing look like jagged? And she's like, "Oh, it's just like they're old. It happened." She's like, "No, like zoom in on that." And then there was code in it, right? And then she was like, "Oh shit, the droids aren't like malfunctioning. Someone is program programming them to do these these acts and do all this shit." And and then she's like, "Can you like run it back to the code? I guess it was like the code of whoever the fuck programmed it." And it turns out. It's the motherfucker that, again, I missed. I completely didn't talk about him. So the motherfucker, Doc Brown from um, Back to the Future, is the head of security. And he is in charge of all the droids. And we meet him earlier where I, when I didn't mention him. And he talks about how, like, uh, these are all the instances of where the droids are messing up, blah, blah, blah. And that there is a, a kill switch for all the droids. And the reason he hasn't pressed it is because the democracy has voted against it because they rely on the droids a lot so that's where we met him and now we we're, we are told in this scene uh about the code that it was him who has been programming all the droids right and again 
back to what I was saying about like the celebrity cameos, it's like seeing Doc Brown and Star Wars. Just uh, he's an amazing actor and and whatever. It just it throws me out of it, and it seems so silly and so goofy to me. And it sucks that like it. I don't know. I like the episode. Again, I'll get to the rating and I'll get to all of the shit at the end. But there's just those are my gripes. I just wish they would get. Like, regular actors, not these high-end actors that you can immediately be like, oh, that's that person. Like, I can't now unsee that person into this fucking uh, show. So, they go back to him. And by the way, this shit pissed me off. As Mandalorians, they're so capable of everything, right? Like, whenever we see them do this... But they, they make such dumb mistakes. If they already know he's, he's the one that committed the crime, why wouldn't they walk in, stun him, and then arrest him? They walked in, announced his crime, and then the nigga had a chance to be like... Um, yo, I was a separatist, and that's how shit was. And if I press this button, I could like order sixty six to hold bots, and they gonna start attacking everybody, and it's gonna be a massacre. And I was like, ooh, interesting. Okay, what? How do we solve this now that this man is by the button, right? What are we gonna do? And if if you if you go for a blast or whatever, he's gonna press the button. Nah, homie just gets stun gunned. He gets knocked out. Ugh. And I was like, did we really just spend all this time? On this story, which, by the way, yes, it was very fun. But I'm like, damn, there's only like two or th- like, I think two episodes left of this show. And we really wasted so much of this episode about when the main objective was to talk to the, to her crew and get her crew back. Right. And we spent the whole episode on a, on a side quest. And it's like, damn, man. And it's, and it's like, yes, it's, it's fun to see. And yes, it's like, cool, whatever. But I just wish I wish we just got to the point faster. So. They arrest him. They bring him to the 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 Duchess and the the guy, and they're like, "This is the guy who's been programming the droids." And then she's like, "Damn, like that sucks." But and he's like, "Maybe one day you can forgive me." And she's like, "Yeah, maybe one day, but until then, we're gonna exile you." And then I really fuck with this this part where like, um, so they give the key to the city to um Din and and Bo-Katan, and then they knight they knight Grogu. So technically, I mean, he is a knight. <laughs> So he could he could he could say he's a he's a Jedi Knight, kind of. Um, so that I really fuck with, right? And so then after that, we finally get to go to the um other Mandalorians and they're they're all just chilling. They're like a little private army, hanging out, playing catch, drinking, right? And then we got the main dude who was in her, her crew in the last season. I forget his name, Axel something, Wolf or some shit. I don't know. The dude Mandalorian. So he's sitting there, and then Bo-Katan comes back and is like, I've, came, I've come to claim my fleet. And he's like, you don't have the right to claim the fleet. And then he, she's like, well, then I challenge you for the fleet. And he's like, you could tell he's a little, he's, he's a little scared. <laughs> he's a little bitch. But then um, he's like, all right, I accept. And they start fighting. I love, I love this. This fight was cool. I really liked seeing them fight. And then she beats him. And then he's like, even if though you beat me, they won't follow you. You don't carry the Darksaber. Like, you've been like palling it around with the guy who has the dark saber but never once challenged him for it like they won't respect you and then she's like nah that man is the, he is a mandalorian as much as everybody else because he was talking about he's talking about like race shit like oh he's not even a mandalorian because he was like raised by man he was like adopted into it he, there's no mandalorian blood in him and she's like nah that man is mandalorian Right, so then in this part, then he, now he stands up for her and is like, "Yo, here's the man, uh, here's the dark saber. Like it's not even mine." And then she's like, "Now nah, you know you like you. This is literally the same shit that happened last time. You can't just gift it to me." 
And I'm going to get to what happens for him to actually give it to her. But I'm going to just, again, another gripe about this fucking show. You're telling me that we went through all this training with him with this stupid fucking Darksaber for him to just give it up? What was the point of him learning how to use it and and learning that it was heavy and how he needs to... Like, dude, that whole training bullshit with fucking the armor and then him getting challenged by uh, the the Previsla, right? Or whatever his name was uh tarvisla i don't know what his name was whatever the visa dude all of, what was the point of all of that now if he just was like ah oh, nah, i don't need it i don't want it like damn man it's, it's like i get it like she's a cool i love bo-katan she's a cool character but damn bro i i really like din and it sucks that like someone that we started the show with is getting like just like the shitty end of the stick every chance now because they want to focus on other characters but okay so now mandel stands up for her and it says like hey listen like i got captured and that beast took the dark saber from me it claimed it right so and then she came and defeated it so therefore that makes the dark saber hers does it not and he was asking this question and then that the dude mandel's like it does right and so he's like well then there you go and then he hands her the dark saber and then she ignites it and then she puts it to the sky. And that's how the episode ends. Which, and that's it. So for me, I'm going to give it like a 6.5. A little above average. Because 5 is average. I think this episode was a little bit above average. I've said my gripes earlier when I was talking. And those are my reasoning on why the score is what it is. I still love the show. I still very much have so much fun with the show. I just wish we kept the tone that we were were going with, you know, like we were in the in the, epi- the last episode, right? We left Moff. We were like, oh, we left off with Moff getting out of way. Whoa. Okay. What? How'd he get out? Oh, there's Mandal- someone, either a Mandalorian took him out or someone is framing the Mandalorians, right? And I thought maybe this is, this is where we were going, that maybe that this Imperial ship with a bunch of Mandalorians is, the, is what killed him to get revenge or whatever the case may be. Maybe. No. We got no answers. It went nowhere. So, yeah. Um, that's how I feel about it. Hopefully, you guys don't, like, crucify me. Because Star Wars fans be fucking brutal when you don't agree with them. I just feel like this episode, it was alright. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.